the Caribbean Sea, circa 1583. Scallywags, this podcast is now ours! Ah, congratulations, Captain. From the cheap seats always sucked. Good thing the Mets mob finally took it over. <laughs> You'll never get away with this, Lenbeard. Oh, won't I then? Mr. Grover, show our esteemed guest to the plank. Me pleasure, sir. Get out there, you dirty bill rat. Hey, 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 there's water down there. Ow! That sword is sharp. Mitzmah, take over. Mitzmah, take That's over. That's right, You're a good boy. We've sighted a ship, Captain. Following fast. What ship? Look, I'll give you anything you want. You want the passwords? We want more than your passwords, Mr. Ockley. We want reparations. We want reparations. Reparations? Are you nuts? The podcast never made a dime. You've been extorting our amazing talents for months now without compensation. I have hair products to finance. Easy, Mr. Outman. I be handling the hyperbole. Attacking ship of the port bow! What? All hands to battle stations! Captain Lenbeard, they're boarding us. Who's that swinging on a rope from the other ship? You. Ahoy, Captain Trader. Cassia, I should have known. I thought we terminated you in spring training. Clearly, you realize, Captain, the Nationals always stay in the fight. Mr. Houtman! Seize her! The salad, sir? We're desperately short on Parmesan dressing. How about you then? For Davy! Your Strasbourg is a pussy! Yep! Well, Cindergard is a Barbie doll! Hey, guys! Anyone? Got an issue with the flank here! Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Cheap Seats, your favorite podcast for frank, unapologetic, and shamelessly opinionated Washington Nationals news outside the press box, the dugout, and the very informative stadium urinals. My name is Thad Helsley, and in this 2020 season of firsts, I am pleased to be joined by all our guests and hosts and correspondents in one podcast for the very first time. So, to begin with, let me introduce my founding co-host and currently director of MLB's COVID testing lab, Cassia. Hello. Kind of weird your uh, lab is in Utah, Cassia, and there isn't a single baseball team within 800 miles of your address. Um, it's confidential reasons. I can't tell you what's happening within the MLB. It's a violation of my contract. Ah, okay. So we are also delighted to welcome back DC's favorite New Yorkers, the Mets Mob. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. David Grover, D. Grove, Upper East Side of Manhattan. How you doing today? Leonardo from 
Manhattan reminding everyone not to drink and drive. And did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% on your furniture? <laughs> did we have Rob a sponsor? H, also from the Upper East Side. And I did know that because Leonardo said that every time we've done this. Okay. And last but not least, the inventor of cancel culture, our artificial intelligence engine, Bernice. My millions of Twitter followers are receiving your home address for that remark. I suggest you hire a security guard immediately. Welcome, everybody! So, uh, you know, before we get started, the Mets and the Nats are playing together in City Field literally this second as we record. It's the first of a four-game season in New York. Any prediction from the mob? I think the Mets will lose. No way. Really? It's just because they always lose. I know, but have you seen how we've been doing? We're at we're we're the worst team in the division. Well, by a little bit. By half we game. lost we lost the last four games. They lost, and they with lost Strasburg, Baltimore. with Scherzer. Well, we lost one to you guys last week, and then three to Baltimore. We've been we've been in a losing streak, not unlike last year. Cassie, remember <laughs> last year? I do. Yes. Okay, we've played we've played what eleven games, but every game in this shortened season is worth two point seven games in a regular season. So right, we're but also worse. remember that more teams we're actually make the playoffs, worse. Right? I'm sorry. Everybody makes the uh, you know it's like everybody makes the playoffs. So the NBA. Uh, still not out of it. I would like to uh, send a sa- shout out to uh, Long Island people who are related to uh, the great Stephen Matz. Uh, many people know. That for about three years, I would call WFAN and just put him down. And I think he could be on the way to a Cy Young this year. And I think he's going to win tonight, and the Mets will lose the rest of the games. What the hell's wrong with you? You he had you, one bad outing. I, the I, guy's I, I got like, a five ERA. How, do, I how like are you winning a Cy Young with a five ERA? It's going to be <laughs> down to two and a half after tonight. Oh, my God. Leonardo, Michael, do you do you mean a, a Cy Young Award in the Belillo uh, interleague uh, baseball team across the United States? Because there, I yeah. I couldn't even figure out how to install Skype on his iPad from 2005. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, yeah. there is the 50-plus geriatric men's softball maybe league. Come back maybe that's the what we're talking about. I don't know. But the this is the first time the... Nats in this entire season have been away. They've been in their home field for all their games up to now. Now, and part of that was because of the Marlins thing and and uh, some other stuff. So being in City Field this is the first time we've been in another field. And of course, they're in New York, which is the coolest town ever. And you know how some of these guys have gotten in trouble because they went out to the bars at night. That's how the Marlins yep. got in trouble. That's how the Cardinals got in trouble. But the um, Nats have doubled down. They have compliance officers. So there's a hotel. I don't know what it is. A hotel in New York. People are being bussed back and forth. Nobody can leave the property without permission from the compliance officer. Babysitters. Sounds like uh, Degrove when he was in uh, JD school at the age of 15. <laughs> <laughs> that one year we don't like to talk about. So, Kashi, uh, what do you think? What do you think about the, the nannies, the armed nannies uh, keeping people in their rooms? Yeah, I'm against armed nannies, but I guess if it helps us keep the baseball going. You're yeah, good. but do you, do you feel like it's a real season? Does, does this feel like it's real or does it feel like it, you're like we're in a rowboat 
where there's like multiple holes and you just have a small uh, uh, a small glass of water and you're just rapidly trying to empty it before it all goes down. Well, that was my yeah, next I- my next question for all of you was okay. This is a unbelievably crazy season so far, right? I mean, uh, we're all and we're already thirty percent through it, and and like new weird things happen every day. But, but, but what do you guys think? Everything from, you know, piped in uh, fake applause to all of these disruptions where teams have to go on hiatus. I mean, the freaking Cardinals you haven't played a game since July 29th. Right. That's crazy. And how does, get how does Arizona be, right? play Texas? How, how does Florida go to California? I mean, you've got these places that are just boiling over. How are these guys? And aren't you supposed to? quarantine when you get to town only if you're a regular person not a special baseball covid pass person yeah there must be an exception for that for these teams you're right because every team that had comes to new york would have been would have to sequester for sequester we have to quarantine for 14 days well right. sports don't supersede health mandates yeah. well and, and and the thing is they're under you know, like someone who works in a grocery store or an Uber driver is not going through the kind of protocols that an average baseball player is or anybody that works on the grounds, right? I mean, they're being tested every single other day. Um, they're not in the same category, I, I don't think, of, of worker, are they? Who's traveling like these guys, though? Who in this day and age is traveling all around the country? Who's getting on a plane three or four times a week or at least – Three times a week. Well, well they're, not, they're not flying commercially. No, in right? this particular case, the uh, I read that the Nats chartered a Amtrak train to come up to New York. And they had their own people come in and completely sterilize it. And they also put people's – it's sort of like a wedding – except worse because everybody there were seats in every seat is first class right and everybody had a name so they would ensure that everybody was 10 feet apart i mean have you guys had any problems i mean i know let's set aside the guys who've opted out have you had anybody tested positive none zero although actually didn't uh no that's not true did brad brock in in, uh summer camp something like that yeah Yeah. isn't it for the the new world right and just let me know, this is the baseball podcast, not the COVID podcast, right? Well, that's well, true, but I mean, come on. Right, Cassie, are we in the right room? Because I thought we were. <laughs> Cassie and I. I think, unfortunately, how do you discuss one without the other? Uh, each one about baseball. All right. Well, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Trey Turner. I mean, you know. Trey Turner Marcus and Stroman the- are playing like they forgot how to play the game. Wait, how do we talk? <laughs> so we can't talk about the Mets loss? One I didn't say, hey, we got a 30-minute uh, due to our sponsor, which our secondary sponsor is the Arrival Live podcast, which can be found at ArrivalLivePodcast.com. Uh, <laughs> so that sponsor is going to be very upset if we don't start talking about balls and bats pretty soon. I think Leonardo has, like, the Houston Astro where he's, like, wired under his shirt, and he gets a little electrical shock if he doesn't plug every 10 minutes. This situation let's not say the name, has created people having played as few as 10 games and some people as many as 17 games. Now, this is probably going to go on. So when we get to the end of this season, how do you reconcile that? How do you decide who goes 16 plays in the new expanded playoff? I mean, how how are you going to put that together? 
you guys are the geniuses on this. Uh, well, I thought they're doing makeup. I think aren't they planning makeup games? They oh. are. Well, they say. They say, yeah, but I mean, there's so many. Yeah, double headers with only seven innings each. I'm an inning. Yeah. I was going to ask you about all these new rules and whether they, but we can get to that. Terrible. Yeah, come on, with all this other stuff going on, they're not going to. We're not going to get 60 games for each team. There ain't no way. We're 30 percent through. And there's, there's some guys are missing 10 games. What's <laughs> not going to happen? Yeah. So. If they, if they even make it to playoffs, it'll be the teams that don't have COVID. Like That'll the Mets. Be it. It'll be the right again, like Kasha, the Mets. Right again. Yeah. Well, one thing I will say is, uh, you know, Degrom, you know, as good as he is, the guy like never gets into the sixth inning. I'm sure it's not by his choice, but I did, uh, I did look at Seaver from 70 to 74, 5, 75. The guy averaged 8.15 innings per start. Degrom's oh, barely averaging five years ago, though. Man, Twenty-one. I, know, but, I mean, everybody says he's a shoe in for the Hall of Fame. If you're only pitching half of a game and you're not winning 20, and they don't score what for you. Do in 20. Like I told you before, was it Cy Young has 511 wins? Right. I mean, it's a different. That doesn't mean he's – is he that much better than Tom Seaver? Would you put – if it's 1975, would today's Jacob deGrom be a third starter? He no, certainly wouldn't be a first not. or a second. He'd be an ace. He'd be an ace, but he'd pitch 130 pitches a game. They wouldn't but, care. He'd make a lot less money. He'd pitch a lot more innings. Right. But would he get injured? Like, we don't know if the guy would get injured. You know, he's strong. I love the guy. Bitch. Believe it or not. Okay. But, I'll uh, throw this out you again. If Tom Seaver pitched in the 1930s, would, be a good, would he be a good pitcher? Because they started, what, 50, 40, 50 games a season back then? Well, there's no reason to. I mean, he never really got injured. So he pitched, for, you know, started, what, 38 games a year. How many games did these guys start, you know? Um, a fair point. Fair point. But what I'm saying is. If I'm the man, I let DeGrom go seven innings for Pete's sake, especially with the bullpen we have. Remember, he was hurt. He ain't forgetting something, too. Oh, he pulled like uh, he had an ingrown hair on the back. Cassie, you should have saw it. He went out to Jones Beach. He got a suntan, and one of the hairs got ingrown, and he got a little pimple, and then they had, like, MRIs done at hospital for special surgery. Denying well, MRIs. Sounds like Strasburg. This guy does his research. Now, Today it was announced that one of your pitchers, I don't know where he falls in your uh, hierarchy, but uh, Strowman is opting out, right? Wasn't that announced just like 10 hours ago or five hours ago? Just happened. He's actually, with Syndergaard out, he's really our number two. That's a big, big loss. And what is Syndergaard doing? Is he got Tommy John or something? Tommy John. Okay. Yeah, he's done for the year. Oh, my God. Kasi, we have nobody to make fun of. <laughs> yet, yet again you've got another year where the Mets all you know they talk about pitching and starting pitching and how strong and in the blink of an eye you got nobody and nothing well I mean look at the Nats right they're not that much different no they aren't because uh, both Scherz no. and Strauss suck did you see I don't know if you read about yesterday uh, yeah. Strauss couldn't even go he gave up five runs in five innings and this was yeah, his nerve, first appearance. Was a nerve issue or something like that? A nerve problem? Yes, yes. For some reason, ever having done nothing for nine months, somehow <laughs> he must have been out chopping wood in the Redwood Forest. <laughs> and his hand didn't work anymore. Nine months! <laughs> and all of a sudden it doesn't work. He's 30. He just turned 30. Nice big uh, contract. He's got his contract. Yeah, he's got his contract. Yeah, exactly. And Degrove, if you recall, at the beginning of the year, Degrove said that all of this was going to be very good for the Nats. Yep. Because 
they were going to be well rested having gone late into the postseason last year. Yeah, well, it's been good so far because we're fifth in the NLE. <laughs> and somehow the Marlins are first. And Scherzer couldn't get through past the One point. inning, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Although sure he's supposedly he's playing changed. tomorrow against you guys. He's tomorrow? He, and that, our old our old closer is now like completely failing and hiding from the world on the internet. She's referring to Doolittle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but he had a tough time last year too. Well he had a he, yeah, in July. He had a he had a, a period, then he came back. He, he is, has his moments, but he has he just is completely flatlined. Basically it, like Leonardo. When he comes up there, they put up a little t-ball thing, and then the guy goes up and just hits the ball into the stands. That's he doesn't even have to pitch because <laughs> it's just oh, t-ball. Gotta be, gotta be Sorry, fun. are we are we on? Did we start yet? <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo, oddly quiet, wait, waiting for his opportunity to plug. Leonardo, what's the name of that show again? <laughs> Arrive Alive Podcast Arrive Alive. Leonardo, you want Xanax Volume? What else is there? I am clean, baby. <laughs> I'm pure as the driven snow. <laughs> well, uh, so, I mean, I know we've been all over the place, but can one of you guys sum up? I mean, for, the, for uh, Nationals fans, we want to know what you're doing out there. Can, you, can somebody sum up what's going on in the Mets season? We know we are the, the Titanic that just had a bomb from Hiroshima dropped on us, and we are sinking fast. <laughs> That's what DC says. But what about the Mets? I mean, you're not doing that bad, right? L-O-B, left on base. They're hitting okay, pretty yeah. decent. Uh, I think uh, Chili Davis is missing, not missing, but he's not allowed on the bench. Degrove might know this because uh, Degrove once wrote a letter in crayon to Chili Davis in 1994, I think it was. And uh, he got back an 8 by 10 when he was on the Giants. <laughs> but uh, it's really left, left on base. And Diaz... Uh, has also forgotten how to play the game, along with uh, Pete Alonso. So we should get them some uh, memory pills or something. Leonardo has become the Dennis Miller of this podcast. With, this. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the folks at home saying, wait, what? Only when he about? starts talking about uh, Huey Lewis in the news. But, uh, well, I think we that's can the also, next episode. We, we can, as a Mets fan, we could talk about the fact that yeah. yet again... Uh, we don't seem to have a reliable closer. Right. Uh, okay. I remember after the first game of the year, this year, uh, uh, Diaz got the save. And I'm quoting, I believe, D. Grove here by saying, uh, and, and you folks at home can't, can't see my face, but I'm doing classic D. Grove. He looked good. He looked good. <laughs> and then from there, uh, essentially has thrown batting practice uh, to anybody and everybody that is willing to hit home runs off of him. All right, you tell it to Nationals people. He's been much better. He's been much better than Doolittle. Hasn't been that bad. He had a couple. Yeah, of Degrove. I don't know about that. You know, he's not pitching in high level. He's you look at his numbers. They're not good. They're not terrible. Three I pitches, mean, three home runs. Is he that bad? That's Doolittle. No, the Mets are not. They're not like uh, Len said. The big. They're not playing badly. They're not playing well. They're just not really putting together. I mean, um, I think that Alonso, your best hitter, not hitting at all hurts the team. You know, and right, even right. like, you know, McNeil hasn't done that much. I know, um, hurt again. Yeah, the bullpen. You know, it's been a lot of little things. 
But across, would you guys agree, and Kase jump in, uh, across the league, it seems like, you know, the fact that they didn't have a full spring training, the fact that they really aren't practiced, I think they've they've all been uh, doing beer pong or maybe whiskey pong for the last five months of quarantine, (laughs) not really getting in shape, and, you know, who can blame them, but um, nobody's doing that good. I mean, uh, our guy Juan Soto has been doing pretty good, but everybody else has sucked in terms of our batting order. We don't have Rendon, so people that usually hit pretty good haven't been doing so good. So, you know, it's one thing for, you know, uh, you know Juan Sono, known for like 100-plus RBIs. Okay, well, someone has to be on base to have an RBI. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think they're hitting that badly. I think I don't think they're lazy. Uh I think it's just the situation and the communication isn't working because they haven't been together and they haven't been practicing the way they normally do before the beginning of a of a season. So let's let's talk about some of the cosmetics of this bizarre season. Do you guys are Speaking you guys doing are you guys doing piped in sound effects? Like cheers and, yeah. and things like that. Okay. Do you guys have cardboard cutouts? Yep. Yeah. You do. Okay. And, and how do you, how do you feel about all that? How, what's your reaction? I know Cassia's reaction to the piped-in sound effects, but you know, what do you guys think about it? I actually hated it before it started, but now it's here. I'm getting kind of used to it. Right. It gives it a little more, a little more juice. I I'm embarrassed to say I kind of like it. I hate the idea of it, but actually. Watching it, it's not that bad. Uh, Grover, uh, are you upset that the cardboard cutouts are not wearing masks? <laughs> <laughs> they could become infected. But you know, it's okay. They're actually not Let's cardboard. That. Let's put the cardboard mask on the yeah. ventilator. Yeah. <laughs> if they were cardboard, I'd agree, but they're plastic. Got it. Ah, right. well, plastic. From the guy, and I'm talking about myself, that does not like the laugh track on TV shows, uh, I certainly do not like the fake uh, cheering. That goes on uh, in these games. In particular, I think there was a Met game the other day where they were playing Cheers. They were at Shea, because Cassie, I'll never call it City Field. Uh, uh. They were at Shea, and one of the, the opposing team got a hit or a home run, and they played Cheers. Like, I don't think they were paying attention. So it's just, a, it's, it's weird, and you know they're not there. So, again, it's kind of like watching MASH. And you hear people laughing, and you know they're not in front of a studio audience. So where is it coming from? Well, that's yeah. Mash is a great point because because you know there are things in front of a studio audience. I think the first one was like uh, the Lucy Show with Desi Nez. but they were in front of a live audience that was organic. And of course, something like Friends or Cheers is recorded in front of a live audience, even though they might sweeten it. But you're right, Mash is recorded either out in some field in California or on a soundstage so it seems totally bizarre when there's a laugh track for guys out in the middle of the wilderness (laughs) right right but but with the longest running comedy hit series so when you're looking at cardboard cutouts and you're hearing cheering what you know what the hell just you know we we get it it's it's the bizarro world The, the the tenth inning starts off with a runner on second uh, double headers or seven inning games. It's it's all Q Q Rod Serling light up his cigarette and get the pilots on the going. This is all nuts. Yeah, but the, the crowd noise is it's not over. It's understated. It's kind of low. It's in the background. They're not. It's not like the mash laugh track, which was 
loud in your face. This was it's kind of low. It's in the background. It's not that is is part of it? Nobody there. Do the do the players hear it in the field? Is it part of it? I is think, it their motivation? I think or is they it do. ours? I think, I don't think, think they do. I think they do. I don't think. I, I, don't, you know, I don't think I don't they do. Know. But it's it's just just on the TV so. feed. I think they do. I think I read. I think they were commenting. Now they it. do get the music right, so they get the yeah. organ and all that stuff. Well, they, they get those well, things. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, clap your hands. Dun, 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 they dun, do dun, that. Dun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Try to give them a little but feel. Try to give them a little Thad, feel. Well, Thad, we don't have to answer the question now, but just let everybody make a mental note. I think every podcast we have checked in on every member. Uh, if we think they're going to make it to the end of the year, if we think they're going to get a game in. We have. Uh, that was going to be one of my questions. We can do it right now. Uh, I, and by the way, the last time I remember D. Grove gave a very hesitant, very non-confident. Would you let him talk for himself? Dare I say wishy-washy, 52% he believed the season was going to finish. You know, it's funny. If we had this podcast about a week ago, my opinion would be very different. I thought, and you asked me this, I think, I said, I think it's, they're not going to make it. They just can't make it. But now that a week has gone by, not any major new cases, no big outbreaks, I'm going to go back to my very wishy-washy 52%. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say, after uh, God and my father, the male that uh, I admire most in life, and I'm going to go with what he said, and that's Mayor Bill de Blasio. And I'm going to say, uh, as much as I admire and respect him, I'm going to agree with him and say that the season will finish. Can I and I have him? to go to a male D Bill de Blasio support rally after this. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. should, with a mask on, I imagine. Speaking of bizarro. <laughs> you should have plenty of room at that rally. Kasi, what, uh, what do you think? Do I have to put a percent on it? No. No, just you uh, can be a general percent. opinion. I know you have a different way of I would. I would guess No. Um, that, We're not going to make it guess. to the playoffs. That sixteen. No, game. that doesn't mean that they might not just call it and declare someone the winner or something. But I don't think it will continue as they have planned right now. You mean we might be down to? I mean, even though there's thirty teams, we might be down to half that because the other guys just can't play, and then they'll they'll just yeah, cobble yeah. something together. They just might that, not have enough teams, but you they'll don't be think like, yeah, do a playoff cost. I think they'll do some version You're of it. I don't new, think they'll New Mexican get... uh, hemp uh, strain or something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it um, easier. What's going to be higher? The number of games played by the Nationals played this year or the number of people you're going to count in the census this weekend? Higher the number of people I'll count in the census, Thank for you. sure. <laughs> or the amount of times I'm going to make fun of Leonardo for predicting Stephen Matz Gets a Cy Young this year. As he just gave up another home run, the Nats are winning 3 nothing. How's that Cy Young looking now? I, I rescinded that. I was just, you know, I, I was testing you guys. I wanted to see now, what, you, what your reaction was. You said it. Come like on. Like a good podcast host, I'm creating drama, not agreeing with everybody. Oh, my. Not looking at pictures of, uh, you know, whatever Rob is doing over there. We can't really see, but whatever. actually <laughs> Well, I'm going to answer the question, and I'm going to say I don't think they're going to finish the Whoa. season. Uh, I think, to DeGrove's point, a week ago, uh, I would have said it looked a lot more likely that they weren't going to finish. We've gone a week without anything um, occurring. Well, except the Cardinals. The Cardinals have been a disaster. 
Yeah, and I think we're just a push notice away from the Kansas City Royals having 10 guys be positive. And also, if you notice today, they came out. Uh, they don't think college football is going to take place. Yeah. What was it, the Big Ten? Yeah, the Big Ten. What was it, Degrove? You would know. What was it, the, the Big Ten announced? It was the I Big Ten. No, that's the big thing here. But but well, here was what, what, another one of my questions. Remember when, and uh, Kasia remembers this too, the very first proposal that the MLB, the owners, and the players union discussed like back in like April or May was they were going to do something which is now pretty much described as the bubble approach, which is what uh, the NBA and oh, the NHL NBA. are doing, right? Yeah. So remember, we were going to have, and we talked about this extensively, uh, both Cassia in our podcast and with you guys, where they were all going to go to Arizona because they've that's a that's a yeah. giant stadium that's, that's covered. And then maybe they would do some side games and the minor league things, but mostly around the clock, they were going to do games in that stadium. And it was going to be completely disinfected. I don't remember if we liked it or not, but those guys, the NBA and the NHL, are, they seem to be kind of come cruising along, uh, yeah. at least from the standpoint of not having to worry about disease. Would it have been and the better NBA if we also did that? Announced, I don't know if you guys caught this. Uh, the NBA also announced that uh, no team will be playing defense until next season. <laughs> Seen any of these games? It's like it's I like a three point, it's like say... Larry Bird in the three point. Oh, hey, have a jump shot. Hey, I'll drive the lane. It's just a Be ninety minute three fr- free throw uh, thing. <laughs> but no you can't defense. deny their bubble idea was a good idea. It's working from that standpoint. Yeah. So, so I guess my question to you guys, Kasi, and also you guys, should we have done that if we were going to go back and do it again? Put everybody in Arizona, or maybe, I mean, the Marlins have a covered stadium, too. Maybe we could have put everybody there, but Florida is really bad. So maybe wouldn't, maybe not. It's, but. it's super, super tough. Uh, you know, I've, I've said this separately. I think I said it to Degrove, but you, 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 get a, you get a kid who's 24, 25 years old, impossibly wealthy, not married, no kids. He's down in Miami. And they knock, or he gets, and he gets a text that says, "Listen, there are four supermodels at a party six blocks away that want to meet you and just you." I don't think is the guy really going to say, "Well, I'd rather just play Call of Duty. I'm, I'm pretty good." No, but the, in those bubbles, there you can't, you cannot leave the hotel. They're good. You're going to slip out the back. Oh, they can't. Well, literally no way to sneak out. I I think the bubble is okay for basketball. Well, some guys have snuck out in baseball, right? There was the guy from the Cleveland Indians just what uh, over the weekend who snuck out with his buddies in in Chicago and they caught him. And now (laughs) they, they put him in quarantine because he snuck out. But it's not a real bubble, though. NBA, no, that wasn't a real bubble, but but they do have the rules. I mean, that's why now in your city, after this game, there is a um, compliance officer who is going to be in the lobby of those hotels or that hotel where they stay. They will not let a Nats guy out of there oh, without written right, permission. Right, right, right. Compliance officer. Yes. Uh, Kasi, did you and hear, uh, I don't know if the news made it, did you hear, and you know, I, get, I think everyone can agree on this, that Philadelphia fans are among the most honest, loyal, and peaceful fans in all of the world. The most loving. Yeah, did you hear about the air horn incident, Cost? No, I didn't. So apparently there's a place uh, where you can see the game and Philadelphia, and every time the Yankees were batting, 
they had an air horn and they would blow it while you know just as uh, after the pitch was released. So Dave, do you still have that drone that you got? Because I think we should go to City Field and fly a drone and bring an air horn and attach it to the drone and and stir up some uh, some trouble. Some trouble. Do you, do you think that would help? Matt's is 7.4 ERA right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you got <laughs> Okay, you're going to be walking the plank with uh, Captain Thad. Yeah. <laughs> no, Max is worse than that. I think his daughter is pitching for him now. That's how bad he is. Although, it seems like in the third inning, we are up on you guys, which is amazing. 5 nothing. 5 nothing against five? Okay. Oh, oh, speaking wow. of, which, speaking of said, daughters... Between- Ted, when you edit this, when when Leonardo says that, can you put like reverb on that and make it like echoey? <laughs> yes, I can. Even that. Sorry, Here's a question. Well, will you did my work for live, me, so. Will Cassia live to see the first female in the major leagues? Aha, we've talked about that, Cassia. Oh, Apparently, I... there's a 16 year old female who throws an excellent knuckleball, and she she's batting practice to. I think the Pirates the other day. Did you see that? Um, she's like tops in her school. I think she's pitching with the boys in her high school. There's a couple of up. women in uh, management in the coaching staffs in some I saw that. teams. Yeah, let's go. But that's different. I I'm I know fine it is if, with there being a women's league or or girls in high school playing with their with the the big boys in the baseball team. But I, I still think that they should be gender segregated. Okay. You you want a you want a women's league just like there's a women's basketball. A women's league. I don't know that I would watch it. Like I said, I was more bored. Uh, I'm all with my feminist sisters, but when I was growing up and I'd go to like a women's baseball game, a women's basketball game, I didn't like it very much. Oh, I like women's basketball. They play it like it's supposed to be played. They pass. They don't think of themselves. They play defense. It's a little bit slow, but I I think the NBA game is. A little bit too fast. Okay, yeah. but the original yeah. Bad News Bears, the star pitcher was Tatum O'Neill. Yep. And everybody bought it. I'm like, sure, why not? I'm ready, though. But if, have... if a woman is good enough, if she's got the skills, exactly. why not? You're why not? Knuckleball, I you mean, really need a lot of uh, you know, force or you know, muscle strength if you got a good knuckler. Exactly. I mean, this isn't football, right? I mean, it's. I mean, but one thing: if you have to be three hundred pounds and and muscled and everything else, which would be very difficult to to steroidally, you know, change a woman into that kind of a a, a wall of muscle. But come on, baseball, you can hit, you can throw, you can catch. I don't. I don't think women should not be allowed what? if they can make it. But I. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be that woman. You want to be the only woman in the Mets dugout. Well, um, what was that guy that we had uh, that hit eight home runs in a row in the uh, eight and eight games? Dan Murphy. He uh, he had some pretty fundamental views on all that stuff. I'm st- is he still in the league? Yes. Daniel Murphy. No, yes. in the American League. Daniel, no, Daniel Murphy had issues with homosexuality. I think I don't think it was women necessarily. Right. Oh, okay, got it. Okay. Yeah. You're talking Dan Uh-oh. Murphy, our Dan Murphy, who was second. No, Dan, you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, mean, maybe you know, he came from you guys, but he was with us for several years until like a year ago. And he played well. Well, no, I he was West. pretty good. He was a slugger. He was had a good. He was a, almost an MVP one year. He had a yeah. great. He was great, actually. Yeah. He's fantastic. He got. Us, he was a big. He was our best player when we got to the World Series, 2015. We loved Murph. We loved yeah, he Murph. was a, one of our best too. 
But he was very religious, and he was kind of against um, many things. Hmm. Bryce Harper's hit oh. three home runs tonight, and I still hate him. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. I know some people are anxious to uh, get going with their evening, but can I quickly ask you guys for your newest take, now that we've seen a little bit of it in action, the new rules. A, the designated hitter rule in the um, – uh, National League for the first time, man on second in the 10th inning. And um, I don't know if it's actually happened yet, but the whole idea of having seven inning games, which they are going to do in these doubleheader situations that are upcoming. Do you guys, I mean, take any one of those. Anybody want to jump you in? Go ahead. Horrible, horrible, and horrible. On all of them. Okay. Great. I would like to add to D Grove's thoughts. Horrible. Okay, everybody hates. You mean everything? Designated hitter. Uh, I don't mind the extra inning things. I think it gives you more incentive to play for a, a run in the eighth or ninth. Uh, like uh, you are- like David, I agree <laughs> on the designated hitter. Um, I think uh, it just there's so many ways that it is wrong. Uh, what's next? Uh, we gonna have a hitter for the second baseman or somebody else? <laughs> and uh, the third thing. Uh, Dave really is a good lawyer, Rob. So every time you put him down, I get upset. So stop. Oh, and also, I think one of the new rules that Leonardo's okay with, uh, he wants, he's okay with the cardboard cutouts going back to school. Uh, he just wants to <laughs> I just want the what? Do they, how, how many feet apart do they have to be? Life right now. So I still have a cell number. I mean, the only rule, which it's, it's such a minor rule, but the only rule that's okay is the whole, if you're playing a game and it's before five innings, you continue that game. It doesn't go back to the... Like it, that. It, like that. And, yeah. and that's a small rule. That's not a big deal. But, I, you know, that I, I do like that, but... Well, we got canceled yesterday. Do you admit to any of your friends that you partake in this? Um, no, none of them know. <laughs> <laughs> My Actually, the, the last time, speaking of the new rules, in the last podcast, and we, and we can end with this if you'd like, did did we discuss, I know DeGrove and I did, but we discussed that with the new rules, you could get, you could pitch a perfect game and lose? Did we discuss that on the podcast? You, you could can, pitch a perfect game and lose, yeah. if You, you could pitch a 10-inning perfect game and lose. Right. You get, you, so let's say. But not a complete Gronk. game. Because yeah. of the yeah. second. Yeah. Yes. Oh, because it's unearned. Okay, right. Right. No, so, no, so, the, or walk. The guy. You pitch. Right. The, yeah. Well, perfect game is no, is no walks. No, 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 no walk. You retire nine innings, 27 batters. All right. You come into the 10th inning. You give up a, a two ground balls, run scores. You have a perfect game. Well, run scores from what, though? The fake second. run on the second base that you like. The runner goes to oh, second. Oh, 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 oh. Right, right, right. Two ground outs, run scores, perfect game. 29 batters in a row. If that and happens, Seagrove, I will write you a check for $25,000. <laughs> Do not edit that part out, Thad. Keep that in there. Okay, we've got that it. I'm, I'm sending it to the district attorney's office. It's going to go in the lockbox. <laughs> Thad, thank you for uh, putting up with us. Well, thank you guys, gentlemen. Thank you very much to have everybody here uh, on one podcast, and maybe we can do it again sometime. And thank you very much. I know you haven't heard it yet, but uh, the opener is going to be a special one. So, Bernice, I love you. Yeah, yeah, Bernice didn't get really much of a chance to talk. We'll have to fit her in here one more time. Thank you very much, guys. 
and Cassia and Bernice. Hi. It's the Mitz Bob, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Quick reminder, you can find this series on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, as well as many of your favorite player apps. You can follow us on Twitter at at CheapSeatsDC, and you can reach us by email at thecheapseatsdc at gmail.com. See you next time on From the Cheap Seats. Take me out to the ball game. The From the Cheap Seats podcast is a public service provided by Thad Helsley Media, LLC, all rights reserved.